Hello everyone, welcome to Reiki Radio. This is Yolanda and today we have a special guest. We have a beautiful woman named Santana who is joining us to share about Reiki and children. Now, I have to tell you, I was so excited to interview Santana because I have never talked about this on the show. And from her story, we learned so much about how this technique can be very beneficial to children. And she shares with us about mindfulness and children and even how she has made Reiki part of her family's lifestyle. So if you have some kids or you know people who do, you may find this very informative. It's really interesting. And I would say even for those of you who are educators, you know, there are people now, um, certain schools that are implementing mindfulness into the schools for children. So I think we can all get a lot from this episode. And I can't wait for you to hear from Santana. But first, I want to invite you all again to join us in the Seeker Circle if you haven't joined us there yet. It is a place where we are building community around, you know, this journey of self-exploration. And the beauty, one of my favorite parts of this is that you get to interact with the guests that have come on the show. You can ask them um, your questions, anything you want to share, what may have come up for you when listening to their interviews, because we do some Facebook Live events. But on top of that, people have an opportunity to share and exchange whatever it is they're learning on this journey overall, and even asking questions and getting feedback from other people who are seeking just like you. So you can go to my Facebook page, Yuchi Wellness, and you will see a link where you can join us in the Seeker Circle, or you can also sign up for my newsletter at yuchi.com, that's Y-E-W-C-H-I.com, And you will get access not only to the Seeker Circle, but to my 22 Days of Transformation. It's a 22-day process, and it's absolutely free to help you dive deeper into your own energetic transformation and learning about you. So we're talking about that in the group as well. I hope to see you there. Now let's get into the show. Okay, so welcome to Reiki Radio. Today we have a beautiful guest joining us from Canada, which we've had a little bit of trouble connecting, so I'm so glad you're here and we got this figured out. Um, So we are joined today with Santana, and Santana is the, I guess you would say, owner of Gypsy Avenue, and she Mm -hmm. works with Reiki and children. And so Santana, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me here. I'm so excited to be talking with you and um, sharing my story with everyone. Yeah, I can't tell you. Okay, so, you know, we have the Seeker Circle, and Santana um, shared some information about doing Reiki with children. And it's an interesting topic because a lot of people do wonder about it, but even in my practice, I haven't met that many people who actually teach children Reiki, and it's such a beautiful tool for them. So I wanted to start out with you sharing your story with us. How did you even get into Reiki and doing Reiki for children? Um, 
Well, of course, it's a long story for everybody, <laughs> but um, I'll give you the short version. Um, well, I was always interested um, in the spiritual world since I was um, a little kid myself. Um, and when I was younger, it was, you know, spells and crystals and tarot and ghosts and all that kind of stuff. And I had learned, first learned about the spiritual world from Sylvia Brown. Uh, oh, yeah. My mom had one of her books. And that's how I learned about spirit guides and the spirit world and all of that stuff. And I was really, really fascinated. And, um, <clears throat> and then through, um, then into my 20s, uh, I was really into reading personal development books about mindset and happiness and abundance and creating your best life, etc. cetera. Um, and it was really to help me through some tough times I was going through. And then Reiki actually was introduced to me um, by my mother. She had become a practitioner. And then I also found out that my aunt was an advanced practitioner. <laughs> and of course, this news came to me into my life when I really needed healing on many different levels. Um, but I wasn't ready for it at the time. <laughs> um, yeah. I had a really hard time accepting it, and I didn't take to it very easily at all. Um, and I know during that time in my life, I was going through a spiritual awakening, and I had gotten to a point where it was just all too much for me. And um, it started to scare me. <laughs> Yeah. Um, knowing that your thoughts created your world, it really scared me because I, w- I was going through a tough time. So having some negative thoughts and stuff in it actually just freaked me out a little bit. So um, I kind of stopped pursuing it and kind of closed myself off a little bit. And then fast forward to a handful of years later, and I was involved in a major car accident. Um, and I really needed healing, but um, not just physically, but emotionally and spiritually. Um, cause I was going through quite a bit after that accident, um, on lots of different levels and it really propelled me into the next phase of my spiritual awakening. <laughs> and, um, but this time was different. Um, I felt really, uh, really open. I felt ready and there was no turning back this time. Um, and so I made a lot of changes, learned a lot of things. I reframed the outlook of my life and what I really, really wanted, um, and that's kind of when I started a meditation practice, um, which really helped with um, some of the anxiety that I was going through yeah. um, and helped me come to terms with some of the things that had happened and understanding kind of why it happened. Um, and then that's when Reiki popped up again. <laughs> and, um, you know, it, it's so funny the way it finds you when you need it. Um, yes. And this time I was definitely ready for it because I almost didn't really have a choice because it popped up so many times and I would like, obviously there's no such thing as coincidence, but it felt very random at the time. It would pop up um, in conversations, in ads, on social media, everywhere. So it's like, okay, you know, like I feel really, really drawn to this. I couldn't stop thinking about it. So I Googled local classes and the first, um, the first teacher that popped up, I ended up choosing her and not because it was the first one. I really did my research and, but I felt really, really drawn to her. Um, so I kept going back to her website and, um, you know, looking at her videos and reading her blogs and I just felt really, really drawn to her and she had a class coming up. So of course I signed up for it. Um, and I just kind of knew it was meant to be. And as of today, I've taken all my levels with her and my teacher uh, teacher training with her. And my life has honestly just changed so much because, since becoming a, a Reiki practitioner. 
Um, yeah. It's just, I didn't realize how much of, like, how much it was meant to be in my life. Um, well, it's funny, and, like, even you say at the beginning, I mean, like, how you had a little bit of resistance at first, and yeah. then it came back mm-hmm. around, and you know it was the right time. I think that's mm-hmm. really good for so many people to hear, because it's, like a lot of people with any technique in this realm, some people will step mm-hmm. in and then they step away. And then there's sometimes yeah. guilt around that. Right. But it always mm-hmm. does come like really click with you yeah. when you're really ready. You're so right with that. Yeah. Um, I also want to say, I'm glad that you pointed out that you researched your teacher and felt drawn to her mm-hmm. because a lot of yeah. people also question that, like how to find the right teacher. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you really do want to yeah. check in and see like who feels resonant with you because there are so many Mm -hmm. lineages and so much information out there. So that's really cool that you, yeah, trusted yourself in that. So I know that you said um, that you also did some life coaching and then even your daughter was part of your inspiration with Reiki. Is that right? Yeah, it was actually, um, my daughter was the my main inspiration for getting into um, working with children in the first place. Yeah. Um, so I, I have I have two children. I have a nine year old daughter named Salea, and a six year old a six year old son named Torin. And um, they both are very very into the spiritual realm. <laughs> um, but it was actually uh, my daughter who first inspired me to work with kids because um, she always came to psychic fairs with me and spiritual events. And she just, you know, would soak it all up and she just loved it. And, you know, all the other adults around us would just look at her in awe and just think she was, you know, <laughs> wise, wise beyond her years, right? And, yeah. and so she had a really difficult time because she always wanted to connect with other kids that were into the same thing. And then so that kind of um, got me looking online. I looked into um, kids' spiritual events locally. And there, honestly, there really wasn't that much out there. Um, unfortunately, and I mean, there was a couple, there was a Reiki class, and there was some small spiritual classes, and some meditation classes, and of course, yoga and stuff, but um, so there was one in particular that we went to, and she absolutely loved it, and she, of course, wanted more, Um, and that's kind of, you know, when I thought to myself, like, why can't I do this, you know, like, yeah. She wants it, and, you know, she was so involved, and I was involved, and it's something we both really enjoy doing together. So I was like, you know what, why not do this ourselves? And that is what started me on learning more and, you know, coming up with ideas and brainstorming. And then that's um, shortly after that, I created the Spiritually Mindful Kids class, and I teach that locally here um, at a local wellness center. Um and Do you still was, teach that class? Yeah, I, I have one coming up in January. And okay. um, I also have a Reiki class coming up in January as well for kids. Beautiful. And we'll yeah. make sure to tell people how to look that up as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so one of the <clears> things um, with that I want to say, uh, because I want you to share like the tools that you use or what you have noticed really help <clears throat> children to connect with this. But it stands mm-hmm. out what you're saying because there are a lot of people who notice that their children are sensitive or they notice that uh-huh. their children are, like, tuned into certain <clears throat> things and they just don't know how to help their child through it. Mm-hmm. So I think it's uh-huh. really cool that you, you know, paid attention and took your daughter to these events. What um, what was that like for you, like, watching her and her connection <clears throat> to all of this work? And then which tools did you 
start um, implementing in the classes that you teach? Um, watching her has always been quite fascinating because she always kind of naturally just knew what to do. Mm-hmm. Um, she was always drawn to crystals and she would just randomly pick certain ones and they always ended up being the ones she needed. Um, and then she would actually hand out crystals to the family. Like she always just knew which ones and it was just kind of interesting. And, um, she began meditating um, and I would just find her in the mornings before we would even wake up and she'd be at the little altar and she'd be meditating. And um, I think that really helped with her self-confidence and stuff because um, I know she has a little bit of a hard time making friends at school and um, people and meeting people on her level. Um, and <clears throat> so that really kind of showed me how important this kind of stuff is for children to help with their anxieties and um, just allow them to connect to something other than technology and um, just doing schoolwork all the time, you know, it's like there's there's just so much more out there and it allows them to understand their feelings more, I think, and get a better connection with themselves and kind of the world, I guess. Um, so, yeah, That's and then huge. the same thing with, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's it's really it's really great. Like, I mean, the biggest thing I notice that really helps with kids is um, anxiety and mm-hmm. um, being in social surroundings, um, right. being calmer and understanding their energies and other people's energies and knowing, like, kind of their energetic boundaries, like what they can handle and what they can't, um, yeah. and helping them through those kind of situations, which can be normally kind of tough for them because they don't really, normally they don't really understand it. So, yeah. You know, it's so funny you say that. I always joke and I hear people, like even clients all the time say, why didn't I know these things when I was younger? Or gosh, I wonder right? what my life would have been like had I known this when I was younger. Yeah. So it's oh, like, even listening to what you say, it's like, my goodness, mm-hmm. how beautiful yeah. this is that you not only do this work with your children, but hopefully it will inspire people listening to Mm -hmm. know that, yeah, this is a great idea because we all would have been probably a lot better off. (laughs) We would have sooner. Yeah. I would have loved to have known more about this on a simpler level, like on a child level, because like I said, I was introduced to Sylvia Brown and stuff when I was quite young. So, you know, imagine a nine, 10 year old trying to read one of her books, right? Like that was right kind of a, da- a daunting task, but um, but I loved it so much, that, so I always tried, right? And then um, just interacting with family members that were into the same things and helped me out and stuff, but um, it was always on an adult level, and it's just not quite the same, and then knowing that no other kid kind of understands the same things as you, it was kind of tough, and then, so yeah, like I would have loved to, to have classes like this when I was a kid, but um, totally. So what is it yeah. that you do share with the kids? So your spiritually minded kids classes, what mm-hmm. um, what do those entail? What do they consist of? Um, well, I teach, uh, I teach at Wellness Within um, in uh, St. Albert here in Canada. And mm-hmm. um, really, it's just like every class is very different. Um, no class is the same. So and you don't have to worry about coming to the one before to know what we're doing in the next one kind of thing. I I make it easy. It's not like a series. Um, So mostly like we learn about like different mindfulness techniques and um, how to be 
you know, present in the moment, how to control your emotions and get them to understand energies. Um, yeah. Their favorite, favorite part of the class is crystal work. So <laughs> that's usually saved for the second half of the class because we spend a little bit more time on that because it is their favorite. And there's obviously a lot to learn <laughs> when it comes to crystals. And mm-hmm. they would just sit there and play with crystals all day if they could. So, um, so we do that. Um, and there's, um, we do like coloring activities and there's like printouts and um, I always send them home with something. I always make sure they have a gift to go home with. And usually it's a new crystal. Um, and then they always get printouts to go home with to put up in their room to remind them of the stuff that they learned that day. And yeah, and it's kind of like, I kind of let them dictate a little bit to what we learn about. So if they're really showing interest in one area, we'll really spend time on that. Or if somebody happens to have a really great question, we'll spend time on that. So it's not extremely structured because you can't be that structured with kids. So I kind of let them kind of steer the class a little bit. I have to say, even talking to you, because, you know, we had an opportunity to talk like what, a month ago or something. And one of Mm -hmm. the most beautiful things I think that stood out that you shared about your work was that you really also connect with children and the idea of kindness. And, you know, Mm -hmm. it seems so, you know, simple, but it's so powerful. And especially when you think Mm -hmm. of in this day and age where there's so many children dealing with bullying and also, you know, at those young ages where we are just starting to connect with our confidence and who we are and all of these things. Mm -hmm. So um, the thought and the idea that you're even using all of these tools and helping kids to connect with the kindness aspect of it all is Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. beautiful. That's really beautiful. Can you share a little bit about that and what even brought that to mind yeah. for you. Yeah, well, I mean, like, anti-bullying is really important to me because, you know, it's just, it's terrible. I don't think kids should have to go through that um, right. in school. And I, I know I personally, I, I went through quite a bit of it when I was younger. And that's my biggest fear is for my children to go through that, of course. And so I always, we always kind of taught them how to treat other people, even if they aren't nice to you, is to always just be kind to them and um, stick up for the people that maybe are getting bullied because they may feel that they don't have somebody to turn to. Right. And, you know, it's just, we, I like in the classes, I like to teach them. It's so important to be kind to other people because you don't know what they're going through. And even if somebody is being mean to you, chances are maybe they're not being treated nicely at home, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. And it just comes through badly at school or in other situations. And then, um, Also, it's just so important to be kind to yourself. And that's one thing that they don't teach, I think, in school is it's so important to be kind to yourself. And it allows, um, it shows other people how to treat you. Um, So that's really important to me as well. (laughs) That is so, I mean, it is. It's just, it's beautiful. And it's it's very Mm -hmm. inspiring, just the idea that kids are now... having access to these types of things. I mean, it speaks to how much the world is changing for all of us. Mm -hmm. Now, I know that um, you do teach Reiki very specifically Mm -hmm. to kids as well. So Mm -hmm. I wanted to ask you about that. But first, I want to make sure we get in the part about Reiki and parenting, because Mm -hmm. that's really a cool thing to hear about how this (laughs) technique has even 
you know, come into your relationship and your interaction with your children. Mm-hmm. So what has that been like, Reiki and your parenting? Um, well, as a parent, everybody has their, um, their limits mm-hmm. and their stresses and the things that irritate them. And, um, you know, working with Reiki, <clears throat> it allows you to have so much more patience and allows you to understand things a lot easier. So um, you don't, you're not quick to judge and you're not quick to raise your voice or um, just say no so quickly all the time. It really allows you to just, um, just be a little bit more open to some of the situations that maybe you weren't open to before. And so that, that's helped a lot um, for sure. Um, and also I just, I love having it and doing it so they see it. Um, yeah. I never hide it. Um, I never, you know, tuck away into a room or in a corner and do it privately. Um, I mean, I do do some by myself, of course. Um, but even like when I'm sending distant Reiki and I have papers in a little, um, a little zipper pouch that I'm sending to multiple people, like I do it, you know, downstairs, they can see me and, or if they come into my room upstairs and they see that it looks like I'm meditating, I can hear them like, oh, she comes meditating, let's go. <laughs> You know, and, and they and they know to give me some privacy, but um, they know that they can help out. And you know, I've had I've had my son just come up and just place his hands on me and and try to just send me good energy, just because you know. So it's mm-hmm. pretty pretty amazing being a parent and having Reiki in our household for sure. That yeah. is so beautiful. I mean, it's listening to this, you know, I'm just thinking like, wow. I mean, really. The whole idea we're always here to lead by example, but how this is mm-hmm. just so, you know, being normalized for your children and the mindfulness mm-hmm. that comes with that. Um, I just think that's, it's really powerful. And I know also mm-hmm. when we talked, we talked about you really having like a Reiki lifestyle with your children yeah. and how you all mm-hmm. Reiki plants and water and food and all of these yeah. things. Um, Bath yeah, times so. are always raking <laughs> before bed <laughs> lots of the time too. Like just because yeah, my son gets nightmares and almost every night, can you give me reiki? Can you give me reiki? And I'm like, yeah, of course, you know. So they just they love it. Now I have to ask you this too because you did mention mm-hmm. about you know sometimes moms feel stuck in just like just being a mom and mm-hmm. how you know you really work with them through this and. Um, mm-hmm. even how with your son, I know you mentioned it helps him to, um, actually it may not have been your son, but working with children and even helping them with their, um, concentration and helping them to be more mm-hmm. calm and being able to focus yeah. a little bit more. Can you share about that for the parents out there that like what benefits you've noticed in this on the mom side and on the children's mm-hmm. side? Yeah, absolutely. Um, for the moms, like, like you said, and like how I mentioned before, um, sometimes, you know, when you, you've been a mom for so many years, it feels like you're, you know, just a mom. And I hate saying that because clearly yeah. being a mother is so much more, you know, than meets the eye. And um, sometimes right. we just lose, lose ourselves and we don't mm-hmm. know how to do um, anything outside motherhood or we kind of feel that or we feel guilty like we should give ourselves completely to motherhood. Um, Mm -hmm. so even for me, like it took a long time to figure out what I liked and what I didn't like and what was important to me and the things that lit me up inside. 
you know, other than my children. And um, it was really, honestly, like Reiki had a really big part in that. Really clearing out um, like that mental fog and the fear and the denial and all that kind of stuff. And it really allowed me to see what was important and what I wanted to pursue. Um, And that there was so much more out there than, you know, just what was in your household, which is very, very important, obviously. And it's, I mean, being a mom and my children, like they're my world, but, you know, there's so, so, so much more out there. And, um, and then with children, um, my son, he does have, um, I would say pretty, pretty minor, um, ADHD. He has, he has some focusing issues, um, and he's super rambunctious, um, and he's really, really fast (laughs) and (laughs) he gets distracted really easily. And Reiki has helped so much with him. Um, I know when I first um, got Reiki and I first practiced on him, I laid him on the table and he could not stop moving. Um, In general, his body would like, his limbs would stop, but his muscles would twitch and his fingers would wiggle and his nose would wiggle and his eyebrows would move. He just physically couldn't stop moving his body. And, you know, within a month or two, um, he would hop up on the table and he would just lay completely still. Like wow. No wiggling, no, you know, fidgeting, no nothing. And to me, that was really, really huge. Um, wow. And then we also noticed, too, um, even just from kindergarten to grade one this year, huge improvements in his focusing abilities and his learning abilities and his, um, you know, outbursts in class. Um, they weren't, like, angry outbursts, but he just will randomly make funny noises and he's a bit of a class clown. So as soon as somebody laughs, he's like, Oh, you like that? Hey, he's like, well, let me show you more. <laughs> and then right. he would start doing more. Right. So now he has that under control. Um, so yeah, he's just, it's amazing how much he's doing so much better this year compared to last year. Awesome. That is and, so um, beautiful. Yeah. Is it a yeah. consistent practice? So I know that you say that you work on your kids too, but do they practice mm-hmm. on each other? Is it like, do you all sit and have like a meditation together? How does that, what does that look like when you are doing or sharing Reiki with your kids and how they do it in their own space? Um, well, my daughter, she is a level one. Um, so she does practice by herself and um, she'll do it at bedtime and she works on our cats a lot. Um <laughs> And yeah, especially, especially one in particular, that's kind of, you know, her cat and he loves Reiki. So she gives it to him quite often and she'll give my mom's dog Reiki and she's given me Reiki and her dad Reiki. And, um, uh, she doesn't, and actually, you know what? She actually works on her friends at school. Um, if they tripped and hit their knee, she's like, Oh, would you like some Reiki? You know? And then, (sighs) You know, she she always offers it, and it's so cute because some people are like, um, no, <laughs> like I don't know what that is, and then some people are like, oh yeah, absolutely, right? So it's it's pretty cute. And um, my son, he is not attuned at all, but he still tries to do it. But I've offered teaching him, but he thinks if he knows how to do it, that I won't do it for him anymore, uh, which is definitely not the case whatsoever. But you know, his six-year-old little brain thinks that way. Right. And I assure him all the time, like, no, I promise I'll still do it. And we can kind of all do it together. So he's going to learn over the Christmas break. Um, oh, that is so amazing. Yeah, he, <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, so um, usually when I work on them, I, I give them some one-on-one time with just me, and it's kind of a more of a private thing when it's with them. Um, so I'll spend some time with uh, my son, and we work on him, and then it'll be my daughter's turn, and then we'll go and work on her. So, yeah. That is really, really cool. So I want to <laughs> get to now, of course, you know, this is, I think it's so amazing, and I'm so glad that our paths have crossed <laughs> and you get to share this oh, because yes. I think – you know, so many people need to hear this, and you do have such mm-hmm. an amazing story. Now, you teach, you actually teach it to kids. So yeah. how did you come around to this, and is it any different? Well, I guess it must be, but what is the difference between, like, teaching children versus working with adults? And do you have any recommendations for Reiki practitioners who are interested in working with children? Yeah, um, it's definitely a lot different um, working and teaching um, adults compared to kids. Um, Mm -hmm. Adults are good at just listening and following along in a book and kids get restless really easily and they get pretty bored when you're just going on and on and on, you know, about the history and all these different techniques and stuff. Um, They, kids learn by, by doing and moving and trying. Um, So I try not to talk so much when I work with kids. And we do a lot more activities um, and a lot more practicing. And I get them to bring in their favorite, um, like, teddy bear or doll. And I teach them how to give that um, Reiki so that way they can um, infuse that teddy bear with Reiki so that way in the nighttime, if they're having bad dreams, they can cuddle it, right? So um, that's kind of nice. And just just kind of trying to make it a little bit more fun and exciting, Mm-hmm. Um, and not so much theory, right? So um, that's kind of the biggest thing is just making it fun, a lot more fun for them. And, of course, their classes aren't nearly as long as an adult an adult class. Right. So, Who, who yeah. normally shows up? So is it usually, have you noticed, is it, um, you know, like, so <laughs> say there is a parent out there and they are wondering, like, oh, I wonder if this would be something I'm looking for my child. Mm-hmm. Have you noticed, mm-hmm. is it because the parent themselves are, like, these, like, yogi or, you know, energy yeah. healer people? Or is it just anyone who wants to help their children with, I know you said it helps with even helping them with expressing themselves or helping them calm mm-hmm. and all of these things. Mm-hmm. Like, who who do you recommend or who shows up? Um, actually, it's quite a wide range of people. Um, it'll be um, usually somebody that where the parent is interested in this type of stuff and they would like their child to be um, into it as well. So I'll have those kids. And then, of course, there's Reiki parents um, whose kids, you know, want to be involved in the practice as well. So they come. And then also people that aren't don't really know too much about it, but maybe their child is struggling and they, they, you know, had read it and they've heard about Reiki before and they think it would be such a good tool for their child to have. And um, so, you know, there's spiritual moms and there's um, yogi moms and Reiki moms. And then, you know, it's just all the kids in between are all at different levels. And I've had, I have had children come that, really just weren't into it whatsoever and the important part there is not forcing them to do something they don't want to do just kind of meeting them where they're at and just allowing it to flow if it flows and if not then that's okay there's lots of coloring to do and there's crystals to touch you know so not forcing them to do all these things that maybe they just didn't really want to do so yeah there's all different types for sure 
So do you notice that there's uh, any less resistance with the children who are open to it? Because you know how, like, um, um, adults, we mm-hmm. can be very heady and, you know, we try mm-hmm. too hard or think too much. What is mm-hmm. the difference with children in working with this technique? Or is there any? Um, they definitely aren't as um, shy or as mm-hmm. um, nervous to, to ask questions, like, you know, as some adults would. Like, I know even in my class, I was kind of, nervous to raise my hand and ask questions or stand up in front of the class and share or whatever. Right. But kids don't, most kids aren't really like that. They don't, um, they're not too nervous of that. And especially when it comes to this kind of stuff, if they like it, they're super enthusiastic and um, they, they're always excited to try the next thing and they want to be part of the, you know, um, the instruction and all that kind of stuff. So, when they're more interested in it, they're definitely a lot more enthusiastic. And then, of course, there's, you know, some kids that are just relaxed and just like to watch, and that's totally fine, too. So, yeah. Yeah. Guys, it's just, it's, <laughs> I'm really, I'm so amazed that I don't have kids. Um, but I do, you know, I think they're so interesting just in that they are mm-hmm. so much more open than we are in general yeah. because they haven't, you know, gone through the things that kind of harden us in life. So I imagine them working with, you know, all of these tools must be so Mm -hmm. amazing to watch and that they would actually be amazing teachers of this, like just in adults being able to observe the children. And Mm -hmm. like even you said with your Mm -hmm. daughter, how she just would know which crystals to work with and Mm -hmm. what to go Mm -hmm. um, to and that. So I want Mm -hmm. to know, because for everyone listening, Santana has a beautiful free offer if you go to her website. Um, and mm-hmm. her website is gypsyavenue.ca. It's G-Y-P-S-Y avenue.ca. And if you enter your email address, you'll get a beautiful free um, PDF, which I thought was really, really cool. I told one of my friends mm-hmm. she needs to sign up and get it. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. So can you share with people um, what it is and maybe just share like one of the, just one of the, tools that are in there yeah um so I wanted to create um you know something for for kids to have and um either you know the the parents could print it off if they wanted to I mean there is a ton of color in it so um you know everybody kind of has an iPad so you can always it can be downloaded into your iBook mm-hmm. and you can just like look at it like a regular ebook on there as well so it's um 10 different mindfulness activities and it's just on how to make mindfulness fun and you know being mindful these techniques will help them um, control some of their bigger emotions um, and help them calm down in some situations and um, all of them are interactive Um, so there will be one like as simple as coloring you know coloring releases a lot of stress and it allows you to be mindful in the moment Um, And then there's some fun meditation exercises and some breathing exercises. Like one in particular in there is one that I created myself, and it's um, called Birthday Cake Breathing. (laughs) And that is a really fun way for kids to learn how to breathe properly in through their nose and out through their mouth. And because most kids are just mouth breathers, (laughs) they breathe really fast just through their mouth, and they don't know how to coordinate the two. And um, so birthday cake breathing is where you smell your birthday cake. So that would be you breathing in through your nose, 
slowly and deliberately, and then you can hold it for a second, make a wish in your mind, and then you blow out your candles slowly. So you blow out through your mouth, blowing out your candles. So it kind of gives them a fun um, visual on how to breathe. So you're, you know, smelling your cake, making a wish, and then blowing out your candles. So stuff like so that. Um, beautiful. <laughs> Goodness. I mean, yeah, again, that was a fun it's funny. So. It's like, it sounds so like simple, like, oh my God, but it's like, yeah, it's brilliant. Yeah. That's really, really, yeah. really cool. You know, Thank you. so definitely, yeah. you know, if you want any tips or ideas around, you know, helping your children with mindfulness and starting to introduce some of these tools to see, you know, how they may be a benefit to them, be sure to go to her website and, you know, download this. But I want to make sure that we get to also talk about before you go, I know you have a private mm-hmm. Facebook page called High Vibe Mom Tribe. Isn't that what yeah. it's called? Yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. can you share some about the High Vibe Mom Tribe? Um, It's just a place, you know, it, it's a private group, so nobody can see your posts outside of the group, which is really, really nice. Um. Mm-hmm. And it's just kind of a nice place for moms that are into the spiritual stuff, you know, whether it's very minor or almost an obsession, you know, <laughs> like where it's just the <laughs> biggest part of your life. Um, or, you know, just like if you're starting out and you're just kind of just getting into it and you don't really know too much about it and you just want to find other women, especially moms, um, that are kind of into the same things as you. I think it's really, really tough. It yeah. just doesn't seem to come up in conversation in, in real life events, um, especially when you're new to it. It's something you don't really talk about very openly. Um, right. So it's just kind of a nice place for everyone to come together and um, share, you know, their insights on parenting and children and just motherhood in general and how, you know, having spiritual practices, um, you know, work their way in there as well. So. Um, it's very non-judgmental, and it's super uplifting, and everybody is so awesome in there, and it's just, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah, it's really cool that you have that, and it's one of those things why I love that we have access to things like Facebook, because mm-hmm. although you're mm-hmm. in Canada, I mean, moms from all over the world, it doesn't matter where you are, yeah. you can, you know, join Santana in this group and connect with, you know, moms that are going through similar things and have similar interests. And Mm -hmm. it's so true. I mean, community is huge in this and it helps us so much when we have people who understand and we can ask questions Mm -hmm. and share and all of this. So yeah, it's a beautiful thing. So how do they find you there? And um, yeah, how do they find the high vibe mom tribe? Um, If you go to my Facebook page, um, Gypsy Avenue. Um, there is a link in there, and then there's also a link in my website as well. Um, so yeah, they're pretty pretty easy to find if you can find those two spots for sure. Okay, and I know you're also on Instagram, Gypsy underscore yeah. Avenue. Is that correct? Yeah. yeah. So Gypsy yeah. underscore Avenue. You can also find Santana on Instagram. However. Mm-hmm. All of her contact information will be in the show description. So you can click on the mm-hmm. link for her um, website, and I will also put information in there for the High Vibe Mom Tribe. So before we go, I just want to um, check in with you. Is there anything that you want to share with, you know, the parents that are out there about, you know, what this has been for you, this journey, and how it has benefited you and your children overall? 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, this journey for me and my family, because it doesn't just affect just me, like it affects all of them. And right. it's been incredible um, just, you know, allowing things to happen the way they're supposed to and um, not overreacting to situations and understanding people on different levels and um, just showing love and kindness to everybody. It's just, um, it's changed everybody for sure um, in since I've been, you know, practicing it, absolutely. And it's just so nice to see, um, you know, my children moving in this direction easily and not forcibly. Um, It's just they naturally want to do this. And, um, you know, even even my partner, he's interested in learning level one as well. And, um, you know, helping me out and being able to, to give me Reiki because, I don't get it as often <laughs> as everybody else. And, you yeah. know, to helping me with my classes when I need help and all that kind of stuff, it's really, really great. It's just such a family thing for us. And, um, yeah, it's just made life so much happier and calmer. And just everything just seems more intentional in such yes. a loving way, for sure. <laughs> that yeah. is so beautiful. And, you know, I the things that even jump out when you say that and even listening to you, I mean, you have such a grounded, <laughs> calm presence about you, um, <laughs> uh, you. but making things like more intentional and that mm-hmm. loving, you know, uh, space. Mm-hmm. And I think it's huge because, you know, so many people, we do get caught up in our life and that must be so tough for yeah. parents. Like you were saying earlier, like, yeah. you know, not remembering to slow down and having this type yeah. of engagement with your children, I mean, it's huge in mm-hmm. teaching them these things. Yeah, and honestly, like, and it's not saying that I am this perfect Reiki, you know, spiritual mother all the time. Like, I definitely have yeah. moments of, you know, when I get, um, you know, too stressed out or there's just too much on my plate. Um, I get too caught up on social media. Like, it's, you know, we're all human. And yep. um, nobody is perfect. It's just we're all trying our best and I feel like having this in my life um, makes it easier. Um, And it's a, it's a tool to get, come back to yourself. And um, so, yeah, like, I mean, I'm not trying to preach over here that I'm perfect. You know, no, (laughs) no, that's so good to say, because I know even a lot of friends of mine who are parents, they, you know, you all can be hard on yourselves when you're not, you know, the perfect parent or you get upset. So I think that's a beautiful thing for people to hear. And then again, Mm -hmm. to have this as a tool to really even help you (laughs) as a parent work (laughs) through your self-judgment and those moments of upset. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I Mm -hmm. I just hopefully there will be, you know, more people who do share this and make it part of, you know, I always say Reiki is a way of life, but really, um, you know, people have kids and family and a lot of times they think they have to keep it separate, you know, Mm -hmm. so to hear Mm -hmm. your story of it being a lifestyle for your entire family. I mean, that may be very inspiring. So I'm so thankful that you came on to share. And um, are you going to follow up and do the Facebook Live? Yeah, I mean, if if that's what everybody wants, um, definitely I will. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely then. (laughs) 
I just wanted to check, make sure you weren't too shy for it. So for any of you <laughs> listening, if you are, you know, have any questions popping up around this and you want to talk to mm-hmm. Santana one-on-one and get to ask her some questions or maybe share your experiences with her about Reiki and children, be sure to join us in the Seeker Circle. And you can go to my Facebook page, which is Yuchi Wellness, and you will see a way to access the Seeker Circle. And we'll schedule a time. Um, you will be notified in that group of when we will get to chat one-on-one with Santana. But before <laughs> we go again, I just want to remind you, you should definitely go to her website, um, You know, enter the email address, and get the download because it's really Really, I mean, the tools that you have, I'm like, man, this is such an easy way. <laughs> it's such an yeah, easy way really for is. people to be able to connect with their kids and help their children. So it's gypsyavenue.ca. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, again, mm-hmm. it will be down in the show description. And thank you so much, Santana, for joining us today. Oh, thank you so much. It's like it's been an honor definitely to be on your show and to talk with you and you know, share my story with everybody. I'm actually really looking forward to the live to see um, to see what other people, um, how they incorporate Reiki or spirituality into their family life for sure. I'm excited totally. for that. Totally. I know, me <laughs> too. It should be a really interesting conversation. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. thank you so much, love. And I know, of course, we're going to keep in touch. And for everyone oh, else, I just <laughs> want to thank you for always tuning in and everyone who shares their story I just, I, it excites me. And that's it for today. Thanks to Santana. We'll see you on the Seeker Circle. And remember to always journey in love.